You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up With The Warriors. We're recapping Game 2 here of the Western Conference Semifinals between the Golden State Warriors and the Houston Rockets. Uh, this game had a pretty interesting vibe coming into it after kind of the aftermath of Game 1, where all of the discussion in Game 1 was really about the referees. Houston very upset with the way Game 1 had been called, or in many cases not called. Uh, the Warriors kind of taking offense at Houston going straight to the refs about everything in the story and the narrative becoming about the referees rather than about the actual game and the fact that the Warriors were winning this series. So there was a lot of discussion coming into the game, how that was going to play out. Most people were expecting a very tightly called game. Uh, Andrew Bogut said on the Jim Rome show that you know he expected this to be a five-hour game. He was obviously being hyperbolic, uh, but the point remained... It actually ended up being a very well-refed game. The refs were not trigger-happy, but they were not letting things go that needed to be called. Neither team really had very many complaints through the night, so that was a very good thing. What did end up being a bummer was injuries, which you hate to see in a game of this magnitude, Um, and it's hard to know how much they actually played a role Uh, Just a few minutes into the game, Steph Curry dislocated his finger on his non-shooting hand. He immediately left the court, went to the locker room. They popped it back in place, put some tape on it. He was back in in a matter of a few minutes, really. Um, But you never know how much that disrupts someone. Curry did have an off night shooting the basketball. Uh, He was just 6 of 16 from the field and just 3 of 13 from beyond the arc, so one of the worst uh, shooting performances that he's had in a while. Maybe that was just how his night went. Maybe it was the dislocated finger, or even just the tape giving him some added friction there on his shot, on uh, his framing hand there. Who knows? Um, But an even bigger injury came to James Harden of the Rockets. Just a few minutes after Curry left the game, Harden left the game after getting hit in the face uh, by an errant hand of Draymond Green's. Absolutely no ill intent whatsoever, but they were going for a rebound, and Green's hand swiped through Harden's face and got Harden in both of his eyes. Uh, He was actually appeared to be bleeding out of his eye. He left the game. He did return after about 12 minutes of game time, uh, but throughout the entirety of the game, he came back in, you know, about halfway through the second quarter. But even at the end of the game, the very end, his eyes were blood red. He was blinking and squinting. It was clear that he was in extreme amounts of discomfort. And when you're in that much discomfort in your eyes, it probably takes a toll in your ability to see and and concentrate and focus. 
He had an okay game, not quite up to his standards. Shot the ball a little better than Curry. He was 9 of 19 from the field, 3 of 7 from beyond the arc. Got to the free throw line 9 times, 8 makes, 29 points, which was tied with Kevin Durant for the most points of any player in this game. But again, hard to know how much that injury affected him and if this game would have been different had he been healthy, had Curry been fully healthy. You never know, but you do hate to to have those questions. But on to to the actual things that happened in this game beyond the injuries. uh, The Warriors came out firing on defense, which was great to see. Kevin Durant especially was locked in. He set the tone early in this game. The first two plays of the game for Houston were just tremendous defensive rotations by Durant. The first he rotated on Clint Capella, who caught the ball in the pick and roll and found himself pinned against Durant. Didn't have anywhere to go, traveled. The next play, he did the same, but with James Harden being the one cutting to the basket. Harden had nowhere to go, bowled over Durant, offensive foul, another turnover. Durant was setting the tone all night long for the Warriors with those rotations. He and Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, Clay Thompson, absolutely spectacular defensive games. Uh, Steph Curry had a strong defensive game as well as he's been having lately. Kevon Looney, no surprises there. Um, But it was really Durant and Draymond who were the tone setters on defense. The Warriors forced turnovers on three of Houston's first four possessions, and they forced nine turnovers in the first quarter, which they turned into 14 points. Funnily enough, if Durant was the tone setter on the defensive end, Andre Iguodala started to set the tone on the offensive end to begin the game. He scored the first six points of the game for the Warriors. Uh, He had a terrific line, 16 points on six of nine shooting, five rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block. He was a plus 17 in this game, which was tied with Clay for for the highest in the game. And that defense really carried over through most of the game for the Warriors. They defended Houston incredibly well, gave up just 20 first quarter points, 49 first half points. And as a result, the Warriors built up a pretty big lead here for a while. They had a nine point lead at half. They stretched that to 15 about halfway through the third quarter. It really looked like they were going to run away with this game. And then, as has been a trend all through the playoffs, Steph Curry started to get in foul trouble. Picked up his fourth foul in the third quarter, had to go sit on the bench early, messed up the rotations, messed up the rhythm, and it was a little bit of a domino effect. The Rockets cut the lead down to seven going into the fourth quarter, and that was kind of about the range it stayed in, kind of in that you know five to ten range for the bulk of the fourth quarter. The Warriors really were in control in the final minutes, looking like this was their game to be sure. Um, 10-point lead under two minutes, and then they had a turnover and were forced to commit a foul. Chris Paul made two free throws. Warriors came back down, had another turnover, forced to commit a foul. P.J. Tucker had two free throws, came back down, didn't get a good look. Rockets had the ball six, down six, just under a minute left. Chris Paul got a wide-open three, and he missed it. Uh, and that ultimately ended up kind of being the nail in the coffin. So the Rockets showed a lot of spirit, showed a lot of fight there in those final seconds because with about two minutes left, it really seemed like this game was over. And then all of a sudden, everyone was on the edge of their seats. Houston having a chance to turn it into a one-possession game with plenty of time left. 
And they ended up keeping that fight to the very last seconds with just a few seconds left in a down six. They stole the inbound. They were able to get two points, make it a four-point game. But ultimately, the Warriors did hang on. They won 115-109. to 109. They now have a 2 to nothing series lead as we head to Houston. And as Anthony Slater pointed out on Twitter, the Warriors have a victory on the road in 20 consecutive playoff series. So that's the entire Steve Kerr era. You, If history repeats itself, you can book the Warriors to return back to Oracle next week with, at the worst, a 3-1 to series lead. Of course, you don't know if history will repeat itself. We'll have to see how the games go. But for now, it's a commanding 2 to nothing lead. Game 3 is on in Houston on Saturday, and we'll be back then. Thanks for listening.